And welcome to Win at the Horses again. Joe Kelly and Bill Kelly, dad and son team here, bringing you the info, the 411, the big weekend at Saratoga Springs, New York. It's Travers Day tomorrow. So we got a five grade one stakes. I think it's five, right? I, 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 think, I think it's four. Okay. Well, yeah, four, I think. But a lot, a lot of great racing, a lot of standout horses, and we'll try to give yeah, you a little great plan. card. Yeah, yeah really. great card. Um, the Forgo, which is uh, it's got two standout horses there off the back, Gunite and Elite Power and um, seven furlongs, grade one, four and up. Do you see anybody defeating these two? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, I, the, the interesting thing to me is that, well, first of all, I guess we should add a weatherman to this to this podcast. Because, yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, like today. I mean, it, it after the what the fifth race, it started yeah. really raining, and and then you know, then it was a mess. So today it was after the fifth race. If you were on the lead, mm -hmm. you, you you might as well stay home. Yeah, and we're and we're five minutes away, and sprinkles. That's all we got today. Yeah. So, well, it's funny because I was listening to Capital OTB show, the handicap show, and they right. were saying, I guess, Marmino lives, and sort of said they live more towards Albany. Okay. And Albany at Port last oh, night. Okay. Right. But the track didn't get all that much. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it rained, but not like it did in Auburn. Right. So it's very sectional. A right. lot like Vegas. Vegas, the past week, we had tons of rain. Uh, there was one day the wind was blowing and the rain was coming down. So I don't think about ever see, you know, I've been in a class, you know, uh, Signal 10. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Alnasia, the typhoons? Typhoon. Right. And Hong Kong, I've never seen rain like this. I mean, right. the, you know, even in New York, I mean, it's, 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 or Connecticut, it just wasn't, uh, I've never seen, and this was last Friday, wasn't even, the storm hadn't even hit yet. Right. So, but in any event. Uh, uh, so get up early and... Uh... Well, you're going to have to get up early to play anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. early for us. Yeah. They, the Capital OTB show starts at 5 o'clock out here. So oh. 8 o'clock. Just, just don't go to sleep. Just round the clock. Uh, oh. I don't have to try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was up at 3, 3.30 this morning. Yeah, so. Yeah, I know when I, I see a text and if it comes in for you and it's like six o'clock, I say, wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> or wow. seven o'clock. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, I, I had a night, this this true story. I, I must have woke up in the middle of the night, used the bathroom, and I decided to just lay down on the couch. And I never went back to bed. I never even turned the TV on or anything. 
And G says, why are you out here? I said, I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, well. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> well, shall we go? Well, I mean. Oh, yeah, this is a horse racing show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we've, we've got two. We got Gunite and Elite Power. Um, do you side with one or the other? No, I, I uh, well, Elite Power has dominated Gennite over the last few. Uh, let me take a look here uh, that uh, the, uh, I mean, there's not a lot of speed. I mean, there's, you know, Gennite looks to be the, the speed. Uh, with uh, the four pipeline, probably close enough to to give them company. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, you know, and the lead power is uh, he doesn't come from way back, but uh, he does come from back. You know, right. The, the interesting thing here, Gunite, we're talking about seven furlongs. He's running six times, and he's finished. He's won four. And finished second twice, so he's six for six in the exacta. So I mean, you know, so uh, I, it, to me, it would be an easy, tri you know, trifecta. You know, the two of them in first and second, and all in the third, and go home. You know? Yeah, I was slightly leaning toward Gunite, and I, I want to ask you about one horse in this race, yeah, Synthesis, because. David Jacobson has, you know, he's he's come out of hiding and and he's been pretty successful with some surprises. I know this horse has had a lot of trouble at the break and stuff. How, how as you as a handicapper, seeing a horse like this potentially springing a surprise or getting in the mix somehow? How do you look at horses like this? To me, the horse is a, a candidate to finish third or fourth. Okay. I, you know, I mean, he's, to me, he's not in the, in the class of the other two. Right. Uh, although, frankly, he's been running against, you know, grade one uh, horses. So, uh, you know, I mean, he's his last three are grade two, grade two, grade one. And then one of those three finished second, you know, Three and three quarter lengths behind, but I think it's it's between the Gunite and Elite Power. Of course, I thought that today with uh, with Clarier and uh, and Nest, uh, and neither finished in the first two. So, right. So who knows? Who That's knows? why they uh, open the gates. That's they just never know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So another uh, stakes, Alan Jerkins, ninth, the ninth race. And all, always they say that, uh, you know, the Alan Jerkins is a seven furlong. They should have made him like a marathon dirt race or something. Yeah. They got, you know, anyways, th this, this also has a lot of uh, strong top contenders and a lot of speed. I, lot of speed and uh, do, do you have anybody that? I think the key to the race is how, how do you handle number five, uh, New York Thunder? I mean, undefeated horse, mm -hmm. uh, 
it's uh, you know the last time I ran a, in a grade two and uh, won by seven and a half lengths. So yeah, it's got to win at Saratoga. You got all the things that want you want uh, in your horse. Uh, you know, when you're betting a horse, he's got it. But there's a lot of a lot of speed. I think the interesting horse to me, there are two horses that that you know, Baffert's got two. He's got Fort Lion, uh, uh, Arabian Lion, and he's got Fort Bragg. Now Fort Bragg is used to going further than seven furlongs. He's been a router. But his speed figures are, are pretty good. I, You know, if he's uh, uh, any decent price, he's got a shot. Mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, verifying is, a, you know, has been a class horse. Very, very difficult to, to uh, keep him... Uh, Get on the right side of that horse. I mean, interesting. Verifying was on the lead in the Kentucky Derby, which they ran one ten and two or four, uh, and set the whole thing up for Mage. Right. Uh, the you know. I don't think that horse is going to be on the lead here. I think he's, you know, let's sit off and run. But he's a, from a class standpoint, he's been running against real class horses. Uh, the uh, everybody seems to be all over Baffert's horse, uh, Arabian Night, Arabian Lion. So. Uh, I guess watch the board and see if there's any overlays in this one. Yeah, I would check a, yeah, I would check in a, an exacta of six three to see if it will pay. You know, uh, is Baffert flying out here? Yeah, I heard he's coming. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So normally he's not. Yeah, I don't think he's here yet, but I think he's coming. Yeah, Jimmy Barnes is that his assistant? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he sends yeah. him. Yeah, so. All right, we're going to proceed along Traverse Stakes Day, and we've got the Ballerina, which is race number 10. And uh, this this may be – well, the, there's more time in between the races on days like this for, for TV and stuff like that. Uh, the Ballerina is another seven furlong distance for three-year-old fillies and up. And we've got, uh, of course, Goodnight Olive in here. We've got uh, – Echo Zulu. Echo Zulu. I'm pulling. I'm rooting for Echo Zulu. I, as far as betting, I don't know, but you know, I, I just was impressed by the last performance, and you know, just. I heard. I heard this morning on uh, the horse show that's out here in Vegas. Jonathan Hardoon picked the five. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I had that one start as a long shot. Yeah. Number five. Yeah. yeah. Wicked yeah. Hal Halo, yeah. Wicked Halo. Right. Uh, 
the uh, super screeners got uh, the two, you know, good night, Olive right. and, uh, and Echo, Echo Zulu. As the, but they've got underneath their horses uh, the eight caramel swell or swirl. Okay. Uh, from a speed figure, you know, figures, you know, uh, actually has a better speed figure than, uh, well, slightly lower than uh, Goodnight Olive, but uh, projected master pace, I should say. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's got a win at, at Saratoga. Uh, it's Billy Mott, and he's been doing pretty well with oh, yeah. Operato. So, uh, you know, underneath it might be a, a factor. Uh, you got a, a different idea? Um, I, I had starred Wicked Halo as a possible price as well, number five. Mm -hmm. So that, that's where I was kind of looking to see. Got a good but, jockey on there. Kathleen uh, Owen's been hot. Yeah, yeah. Particularly recently. Uh, the other horse that uh, people have, I've heard some whispers on is the two, Matarena. Okay. With, uh, with Pratt on there. And uh, I mean, Pratt and Cox are, uh, they've started. 51 times together mm -hmm. and they've uh, he's won 31 times on the horse on his horses so uh you know it, it's certainly a, a, a something to be uh, aware of you know the other one that of course goodnight olive is brown and irad and of course they've been you know 30 percent on the wind side so it's an interesting race. Yeah, I was going to point something out. I, I also like that you, you were talking about the number two Monterey. The last race was at Ellis Park and uh, finished third, but you know, twelve lengths behind the winner. And and that that track, correct me if I'm wrong, was really partial to the front runners all the way, right? All of yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So this horse may be a little off 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 the runners here in this race. Not too far back, but th this may be the, the suitable scenario for this one. This is a grade one, though, huh? Is it? Y yeah, yeah, it's a grade one. Uh, he, I mean, that horse is jumping from a grade three. Yeah, but hand has won some uh, has won some grade ones in the past. And Handle, think, it's uh, a cox horse. Huh? Yeah, cox horse back at Belmont. Uh, won a grade grade one and then uh, Saratoga um, finished third but only a, a length and three quarters back last August 6th so yeah and has been working well at Saratoga uh, yeah. Wicked Halo the one we talked about is a possible up center is right. two for two on, at Saratoga okay so, and uh, is at the distance running the distance six times and uh, has finished in the money six times so uh, definitely a horse if it if it can't it could split the two 
big horses, you know, mm-hmm. uh, should be not on the lead necessarily, but pretty close to the lead. Uh, the uh, uh, of course, I call Zulu was, yeah, you know, will lead. I mean, uh, right, uh, you know, so yeah, th- uh, this race is intriguing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it's it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's hard to separate the two good night, Olive and, and Echo Zulu. Mm-hmm. They're 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 very competent complementary to each other. Did they they faced each other recently too, right? No. Uh, oh, in the uh, Breeders' Cup Sprint. Right. Good night. Good night, Olive. Won by two and a half lengths at Keelan. Uh Of course, that horse is three for three at Saratoga. Yeah. Right. And at the distance. Three three times start, two wins in a second. So, uh, and it looks like it's a need to lead type of horse. So, now, can you find a horse that's gonna give it any any uh, problems on the front end? I I don't see. I think. It's, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I'm just recharging. I'm just recharging. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, so, I, anyways, I, keep them going. I think that uh, that uh, the in this race, say. Uh, it still comes down to Echo Zulu has got a real pace advantage, you know. Right. So, uh, and uh, Goodnight Olive will come from uh, outside of it, but uh, Goodnight Olive's got Iran and, you know, Brown in its corner. So it, it should be a good race. Yeah. So uh, that, that should be an intriguing race, and uh, yeah. we'll see weather wise. You know, if anything changes or, you know, we're going to go into the 11th race, which is a marathon, 12 furlongs, a grade one. And um, this this is pretty, pretty interesting race. My my number one pick was uh, the number two Verstappen. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I bet this horse the last time. Oh, okay. And, and uh, he finished second. I actually won on the race because I, I had uh, – uh, channel maker, I bet wow. to win, and I bet the two of them first and second, so I got a decent exact out of it. Uh, yeah, I just had channel maker for win, but yeah, you must have hit a nice one. It did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, somehow I just don't, I just can't see. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, let me pull that. that that race up because if I'm not mistaken, that that horse uh, it wasn't like at one fourteen for okay. three quarters. I mean, you know, that's one sixteen and one. 
So, I mean, you, you, you're talking about uh, they were in reverse until they hit the top of the straight. And right, that's, right. that's the race that uh, uh, who was the favorite in there? Uh, the horse from overseas that won in the Breeders' Cup. Broke oh, that's down. the one. Yeah, the the uh, I forget the name, but the, the jockey, he got injured in that one. Right. Richard, uh, yeah. Egan, right? Was it Egan? Or? Yeah. Uh, the other horse that uh, everybody's talking about is uh, is Stone Age, mm -hmm. uh, which is actually the favorite on the morning line. But it's Brown and Pratt. You know. and, uh, but it hasn't run since February. So it's a long layoff. Uh, ran in Hong Kong, two back. Uh, so, but the and then there's a, yeah, the other interesting horse to me is the five, and only because it's it's Linda Rice and she scratched the horse out of the race yesterday or the day before for this spot. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, you know, it, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's got to win at Saratoga, but it's stepping up the class and uh, the uh, And the other one is uh, Soldier Rising to one for Clamont. Right. And Jose, you notice in the last couple of days that Clamont is running, riding mm -hmm. uh, Franco and Jose Ortiz, and not as much as he was always using Rosario, the biggest. Right. I don't know how you feel about it, but you know, people are kind of down on Rosario. And one of the things in watching now, this is a buyer's remorse type of a comment. Yeah. But uh, I think one of the problems he has, particularly on turf, is he doesn't make decisions. He's not decisive. In, you know, I've seen too many times where he, he starts outside and comes back in and, and he, he kind of hesitates before he hits the hole. Indecisive. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I can't get down on him as much because he, he won me a, a race today. I, I think it was a sprint with Lucas. <laughs> But I know what you're talking about, especially yesterday. He was he was catching a lot of flack. He's he's funny. I, of course, I've seen, I I mean he I used to watch him when he was at Golden Gate. That's how long wow. he's been riding. You know, and uh, he, uh, he he's always been known as a as a jockey that if he gets on the front end, he's hard to pass. But he seems to have gotten in this habit of pulling the horse back 
and trying to make one run, whether the horse is a front runner or not. He seems to be right. doing it. And I don't think uh, that's that may be causing any problems. You know? yeah, I mean, you don't see that with Pratt. Pratt, whatever the proper running style of the horse is on, that's the style he uses. He doesn't he doesn't take horses that are stalkers or closers and bring them to the front. He, he's, right. he's pretty much rides the race the way the horse should ride. Right. And that's what makes him good. You know, and he's got an excellent sense of timing. So, yeah. you know, and particularly on, on grass. I mean, you know, now he's, he's riding uh, yeah, he's riding the seven. So, uh, yes. yeah, uh, Chad Brown. It's not a. It's not a weak. Well, he doesn't have many weak weak suits. But uh, yeah, that that length of a layoff, he, he wins about one out of every four. So, yeah, um, mm. yeah. But that uh, to me. Uh, you know, trying to put a uh, to look at where the pace is going to be on this. Now, obviously, with the rain they got, it's got to be. I mean, it was listed as firm or good today, but th there's got to be got to be given that. I mean, they if they run on turf, it's right. got to be uh, uh, a soft. I mean, the horse that's going to go to the lead is uh, a channel maker. I mean, you know, yeah, they can't let him, they can't let him run a one sixteen and one, no. you know, three quarters. That, I mean, if that happens, you can forget about it. Uh, the uh, the other thing that uh, in looking at this race and, and trying to parse out who okay who's got a shot who's the best closer in the race uh the uh it looks to me like uh maybe verstappen uh hang on well channel maker too but Verstappen, yeah, Verstappen, is that how you? Yeah, something like that. Verstappen. Verstappen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that he looks to be the uh, the best close in the race, um, but he's going up the class. I mean, you know, he hasn't. He's been running uh, uh, at. Uh, the, uh, well, no, actually, he's running in the same class. This this race is what? what is, is this? Oh, a, it's a grade one. Is it? Yeah, grade one. But uh, it's interesting. I'm looking at my you know, software I use, and they've got they've actually got him running against a softer crowd than he did the last time. Oh, okay. Uh, because I think Appleby's horse that broke down. Oh yeah, right. Probably uh, increased the uh, 
you know, strength of race mm -hmm. the last time. Now, he finished second to uh, Channel Maker by two lengths. Uh, of course, there's also our old friend, uh, Bolshoi Ballet, who's, you know, O'Brien brings over here all the time. Right. And he hasn't, he hasn't won, won in, in a long time. So, uh, yeah, the software I'm using all same same as you. It uh, it's a big step up. It says according to the numbers for Verstappen that race. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the horse the horse that seems to be over that over uh, that doesn't seem class wise in this race is the five, and uh, everybody else in the race is. Uh, you know, it's a grade one strength of race. It's, you know, they're in this thing. Only the five is the one that's stepping up considerably in, in, uh, in strength of race. So I, uh, I think we've got that one pretty covered. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, we delve pretty good into that one. The, uh, main attraction is of course the travers which is the 11th uh 12th race i'm sorry 12th race which will be at uh 6 11 p.m right or is that 5 11. it's at uh eastern time yeah 6 11 6 11 yeah um this one of course has forte coming back archangelo uh mage We've got a lot a lot of great horses do you have any horse who could upset those three no, I, the horse, you know, it's funny, everybody, I, here's a horse I think I'm against. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of handicappers that I put uh, strength in think that Mage is the horse to be. And my problem with Mage is very, uh, very simple. When he won, in the uh, in the Kentucky Derby, the, the race was run in a in a in a time that is frankly just unconscionable. I mean, for a, a, a mile and a, a ten furlong race to to go uh, one ten and one. The race was run for three quarters. Right. Now the Preakness was run in one thirteen and two uh, by National Treasure. And Mage couldn't close into that. I mean he was there. To me, he's a he's a he's a funny horse because he, he looks almost to be a one run type of horse. Uh I, you know, the, 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 the problem with this race is that Scotland, the seven, which is being far outside, is capable of running a 111 one. He's run a 109 and four in the last two. So, 
So this horse, Scotland, is the fly in the ointment. Because mm-hmm. if he if he's able to run a 111 and change, you can throw national treasure out. I don't think he'll he'll be a factor. I mean he'll be on the lead or running on the lead, but I think it the horse that I think is a it can win this is the six to Sar. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah. Has the so, best pedigree possibly. Yeah, I mean he, yep. he's got the he's got a win at the track. Yeah. Uh I think that uh I mean, he, he made a run in the – I mean, he was only four and a half lengths off in the derby. Finished fourth, but he was running on. Uh, he beat uh, Verifying in uh, two back in the Matt Wynn, a grade three. And then he, he – uh, in the Jim Danny, finished fourth two and a quarter lengths off. Uh and that was a strange race, also. I mean, you know, so it's interesting. I, I'm, it still comes. I mean, I don't know whether you you saw the podcast from uh, uh, Howard's podcast. They on Tuesday they interviewed uh, the trainer. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I did watch that. Yeah, it was good. And then, and then. The, the, uh, Richie, Richie, yeah, right. I mean, he was really. I mean, he he was dead set against Mage because he didn't think he looked good. Right. In his training, I uh, thought he was underweight. His color wasn't good. His skin wasn't good. And I, you know, for Richard to come out like that, I, I'm, I'm almost. I mean, a lot of people think that he's the horse to beat. Mm-hmm. You know. He, Certainly, if he's four to one, he may be the value uh, of the other two. Uh, it's a this is a wide open race. So let's, let's get, it'd be interesting to look at the board. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Scotland's gonna. I think that Scotland's gonna be underlay with all the steam people have been talking about lately. Well, you're right. If that's the case, but the morning line is twelve to one. I don't right. think anywhere close to that. Disarm is eight to one. Those two were somewhere there. They're the best. Forte is, I mean, believe it or not, I was not impressed with that Jim Dandy that he ran. Right. I thought he, you know, I thought he should have come down. And, uh, you know, he, he did certainly bumped. Angel of Empire, but I don't think Angel of Empire was going to finish. But he bumped uh, the uh, who's the Saudi crown? Is the Saudi crown? Yeah, Saudi crown. Yeah, at the wire, close to the wire. Yeah, yeah. There was a a little brush there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean. The problem with that is uh, that Iran has a, you know, a habit of of intimidating 
you know, or trying, I should say, trying to intimidate. Right. Whether it's hurting or, uh, I thought that even the race today, what was, it was an inquiry. Yeah, I lost that one. It yeah, was the right. uh, D Dylan Davis, uh, Manny Franco. I, I had the Dylan Davis horse. I was trying to, to go up, but. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, did yeah. And and you could have made a case. I mean, they uh, you know that horse obviously came across it. It was close to the wire, and they you know this nonsense of did it cost them placing? Well, who the hell knows? How can you you know that's yeah. a that's a judgment call, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so I don't know. I I would have. Uh, people were saying he shouldn't have come down. I thought he should. Right. I think and, the only person who's going to settle it is uh, Gary Stevens. He might have to go in and handle things. <laughs> He's pretty strong on on his opinions on it, which is, yeah. Well, so is Richie. I mean, Richie. Yeah, Richie. Pretty, yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but uh, Richie. I mean, Richie kind of tells you what what really is going on. You know. Right. Right. Uh, so, I by the way, I saw his son Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the? Uh, he's now a, a an agent for uh, two of the Davises. That's right. Yeah. Oh, not not that. I shouldn't say that. It's Trevor McCarthy and his wife Katie. Okay. He's the jockey agent for them. Uh, he is son. Yeah, his son competes in uh, some handicapping tournaments. I've been in. Is he? I've seen him in there. Yeah. Very, uh, very well spoken. Interesting, uh, interesting uh, profile because he spent a year in Ireland. Work, when he came out of college, he, he said he felt that he knew the racetrack. He'd been around it all the time. When he was right. And he wanted to see where it all began. So he went to, he worked for a year in Ireland on a breeding farm and then went to Australia for another breeding farm. So he worked two years in the farm business. Right. Came back and he was a, a what a breeding agent, what do they call him? A oh, bloodstock agent. Bloodstock agent. And then he became right. a, uh, Jockey's agent, but very well spoken. I can see, I can see him uh, taking over for his dad somewhere along the line. Yeah, I saw Richie was talking. I don't know if you saw that. He was talking about how he. Oh, you, you probably saw it on Howie's uh, a broadcast about how he he was terrible was, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the the dark days he he was doing by himself and probably a handful of people watching. Yeah. So that, that was, and, and he's, he says he's best off the cuff, not, not reading. Ah, uh, okay. Program script. Right. So right. Very, uh, you're talking about the cream of the crop. I, right. Uh, I think he's, you know, Richie's better than Stevens. I, for some reason, Stevens seems a little slow in his delivery. Uh, I don't know whether you felt that way or not. 
maybe in the beginning, but I think he's, I don't know, picked it up a little bit. But Oh, I'm sure yeah. he has. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when he was on the West Coast, I used to see him, you know, on the TV out there, and, and he was good. The one that, the one who's fantastic is Maggie Wolfendale. I mean, she has such a, a great personality, able to express herself right. tremendously when she's talking. I mean, she she really on Sundays was you know, outshines <laughs> Andy Serling. I mean, you know, and uh, yeah, she I mean, knows. She knows. She grew up. Probably from the cradle into the the industry, right? Yeah, and Fox should have. Well, the problem, of course, she's uh, got young kids and stuff. I'm yeah, sure yeah, that's uh, a problem. I mean, she does work in the stable. The thing yeah, yeah, her husband. So, uh, but you're talking about a really professional person that can that can look at a horse and and see things that. Uh, you know, we we wouldn't see. Right. Yeah, we're we're just seeing the odds and what's on the paper and maybe yeah. a few other things. Rich, yeah. Richie's very good with the warm-up. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I was watching a podcast today and you were interviewing uh, what, Pratty and Pratt? Pratt, I mean, I think it was Pratt. Could have been someone else. Could have been Castellano. But they put a lot of emphasis on people should be watching those, how a horse warms up. Oh, okay. Uh, and a lot of handicappers put a lot of stock in the uh, how they how they run after the finish line. Right, right. And uh, yeah, they say the, uh, the broadcasts have been showing more of the follow-ups, right? Yeah, they say that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's hard for me to. Yeah, we're usually cursing the 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 uh, losing tickets. <laughs> I have, you know, if we watch replays, we probably would uh, see it. Right, uh, right. But uh, it's interesting how how important the 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 people the jockeys feel mm -hmm. the uh, warm up is. And how a horse feels under them, and, and uh, are they able to control them, and so on and so forth. So, did, by the way, did you happen to see? I forgot which race number it was at at uh, Hawthorne Sunday. Oh, the jockey came off the horse. Well, it, no, yeah. Well, he, he held on. Yeah, yeah, Abel uh, Lescano. Yeah. yeah, his his. Uh, is he the brother of Jose, or is he the cousin? He may be a cousin. Yeah, yeah the, stirrup, the stirrup broke, right? It broke. Yeah. But he, you know, they were commenting how they've never seen him. I mean, even the jockey was quoted as saying he was trying to get off the horse. But the oh, horse okay. kept going straight, so he said, oh, let me try to get back on, which he did. Yeah. I mean, the... I mean, he, when that horse went around the curve, the turn, right? right. You couldn't even see the jockey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could see his boot. That was all. Yeah. He was hanging off the horse. 
And uh, it was an amazing ride. It's just amazing ride. Yeah, I sent him a little thing on on uh, Twitter, and he he you know appreciated. But yeah, that was something. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw it this yeah. today. I saw it. That's kind of like things that happened to you when you were riding quarter horses back in the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> the horse would have died if I was on it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> From the weight. Right. So uh, after Saratoga, it's uh, somebody joked today, 40 weeks of aqueduct. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But the, it, it, different horses. I mean, it's going to be yeah. Belmont horses running yeah. the aqueduct. The, the other thing that, uh, going back to the, the uh, Gnight and uh, Elite Power. Elite Power. And, and you as a Hong Kong aficionado. Oh, yeah, right. The uh, Gnight's going to carry six less pounds. Oh, okay. So, I mean, there, that's a you know, I mean, those two horses were very close to each other. Right. That could be a meaningful. I think the net difference is four pounds because uh, Gunnite went down two and so did uh, uh, who's the other horse? Uh, oh, Elite Power. Right. Is running with two less pounds than he did the last race, but overall, there is six pound difference. That could be the difference in in Gunite winning that race. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a really exciting day tomorrow. Wake up mm. early. You're you'll be waking up at what uh, two o'clock? I'm gonna I'm gonna set the alarm for. 4.50, so I get up and watch the handicapping show at Capital OTB. That's right, yeah. I saw the Brooklyn Cowboy Kevin on there the other day. By the way, I, one interesting uh, uh, play is uh, in the first race, Okay. a uh, box of the eight and three. Exact box eight three. Two year olds. A any particular why you like the? Uh... No, I'm just giving you the picture of the of the Geo. I've forgotten my name. With the oh, Bacala. Pass the wire. Pass the wire. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you said eight three. Yeah, the others have picked the eight to win. Now the eight. Uh, Is the eight the favorite? Uh, two to one on the line. Yeah, so he he's uh, but the three is a long shot, right? Three is yeah. five to one. Right. Uh, the eight finished a second by a neck mm -hmm. at uh, at Saratoga in the last race. Uh, so he's uh, got speed. Should be should be in good shape. He's got he's got the best speed figure in the race. Uh, so, uh, but the the eight three the three apparently had a lot of trouble. 
had an awkward stump bop, bumped in between, checked very sharply, uh, and then uh, made a made a run from the three quarters mark. Interesting. Yeah, eleven forty Eastern time, eight thirty, eight forty out your way. So, uh, mm. how many cups of coffee will you be on before the gates open for the first? Oh, definitely three. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I drink out of a, a twenty-four ounce cup, so it's hard for me to hard yeah. for me to estimate how many cups there are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I'll probably, what, probably have two of those. Right, right. Forty-eight ounces of coffee. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like they say. The doctor said. Oh, stick to two drinks of alcohol a day, and that somebody says, "Yeah, they stick to it." But like sixty-four ounces for each. Nobody said that to me, Joe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> they just locked the cabinet up, right? <laughs> they knew right. if I was drinking, there was trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the guy? Uh, some guy in tight. Did you uh, see Vic Stoffer was uh, in Rio? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so wishing, wishing Vic, you know, the best on that with the, yeah. the painkillers. Yeah, that's tough. Is it painkillers or, or, or both? Uh, I first when I read it, I was seeing painkillers, but who, yeah, it may, it may be both. It's addiction nonetheless, right? Yeah, At least yeah. he admitted he's, yeah. So yeah. wishing Vic the best, and uh, yeah. We'll see him hopefully doing what he uh, loves when, when he gets out. He's had an he's had an interesting career. Right. I mean, he, he was a, a a steward at one time. Oh, okay, yeah. And then he became a he was doing a, he was he was the race caller at Hollywood Park before it closed. Then he was. Uh, a jockey's agent, and he was a jockey's agent for. He may have been a jockey's agent for Rosario at one time. Was it Rosario? I forgot. And then, of course, then he ended up at uh, Oakland, Oakland Park. Yeah. So, he, he was supposed to do Lone Star this year, but I. I I don't think they allow a microphone in the rehab, so. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but you never yeah. can tell. You never yeah, can. that's right. Yeah, things are things are always changed. But yeah, wish wish Vic uh, the best in, in recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we're talking about everything here. We're talking about recovery. We're talking about horses. We, in the beginning, we were talking about weather, I think. So I think we're. We needed weather. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good you talk about a bad handicapper. <laughs> so what a man! It's terrible. Wow, I mean, it, I I don't know if it's yeah. It used to be that you could forecast something three days out, but now it's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, the only place to be a handicapper of weather is is Las Vegas, where you know sunny and hot every yeah. <laughs> They never got I mean, a track out there, right? No, no. no. hundred hundred degrees. I you know, it's interesting why they I don't understand why they don't, other than it is uh 
too hot. I mean, you know, the particular summer is just too right. hot. Now, yeah. you can have an indoor one. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Have they ever talked about an indoor racetrack? I, I've never seen one. No, they have an indoor football field. Right, uh, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, next, not this coming Saturday, where Notre Dame is going to play in Ireland against Navy. And the uh, oh, okay, is Jim going out Navy, there? Huh? Is Jim no, going out there? He's coming here. Oh, okay, on, uh, I'm, I'm going with he and Catherine on the 2nd of September. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bryant is playing Las Vegas. Oh, really? In the, in the you know, the stadium out here. And I asked oh. Jim, are they playing football or rugby? What are they? What are they? <laughs> I didn't know they had, but Brian had yeah. a football season. Yeah, I didn't, you know, they, they haven't been powerhouses, but who knows? I don't know what the spread is. I'll, I'll give you the points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The, the coach of Navy said, said, you know, that Notre Dame quarterback, he's just a few years younger than I am. <laughs> how, do, how does Notre Dame look this year? What are they forecasting? Well, they're very young. I mean, they, they got a lot of talent. And they brought in their quarterback from Waste Forest. You know, okay. Who's, you know, is uh, six years. I mean, he threw more touchdowns in the ACC than anybody in history there. Right. But, you know, uh, they'll, the first four games are all against uh, Little Sisters of the Poor. Yeah. Let's hope they don't screw screw up one of those games. Yeah, well, yeah. Head coach better not let them screw up. Right, right. And so Ohio State is the fifth game of the season at Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Be, that that'll be the start, the you know, defining moment. But they right. have a lot of young talent, and you know Notre Dame. They point out, you know, Notre Dame if they run. They have a very big back, and uh, if they get forty carries, mm -hmm. Notre Dame wins. So, uh, I mean, they got a quarterback that can swing the ball, right? And now, the problem is they don't have any wide receivers or tight end that has got double digits and and receiving passes right. in their career. So it's a, a brand new team. I mean, you know, uh, it should be, they, you know, they, they should handle Navy. The problem with Navy and all the military uh, academies is that with that offense that they run, right. you know, uh, defenses just don't play the, that type of offense except once a year. Right. And uh, trying to shut down the run is uh, is a problem. It's always been a problem in Notre Dame. So it'll be interesting to watch. It's on yeah. TV. Are they NBC? NBC still... at 2.30 two, uh, your time. Okay. So that, that'll kick off uh, tomorrow, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow. Be All right. So uh, thanks, Dad, for the – extensive look at the Travers and uh, other topics. We had a, a good discussion there and wish, wishing everybody some success and, you know, cheer up everybody. We got uh, one more week, a little more than one week at Saratoga and 
I'm sure there'll be some special moments. Hopefully tomorrow. We could be, you know, handicapping, you know, uh, uh, what's the one, the other track in New York? Uh, Aqueduct? Uh, FL. What's the, what's the, Finger Lakes. Oh, Finger Lakes, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, there's money to be made everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, and in Hong Kong, when does it resume? I think in a couple of weeks. Okay. So you're going to dive into Hong Kong pretty good or? Oh, I'll look at it. I, I got out of the habit. It was just too much work. Yeah. Uh, but that, you know, they have their, their, their uh, past performances and the information you get and your betting and everything else. I mean, Right. If we if we were able to to somehow use that type of software here in the United States, I think we'd be further along, right. further ahead. It really makes a difference. Hey, let me ask you a quick question about Hong Kong racing and um, the medication. The you know the problems with illegal medications here and the trainers. How strict are they in of keeping oh, yeah. everything under control? There's no medication allowed on race day. Not so. Okay. Uh, and, Are there still uh, violations? Well, if, if, yeah, you'd probably get a, a one-way ticket back to Australia. <laughs> uh, you just don't. They don't. Uh, they don't play. You don't hear, I mean, they just don't allow it. And part of the reason and this is one thing I. I'd be interested in your feelings. One of the problems I have with this whole medication and suspension is that you never hear them addressing the vet involved. To me, these things, you know, if there's an overage, I can guarantee you none of these trainers actually give you know, shoot these horses up with anything. They just, that's not their, you know, they would never do that. Right. So it's got to be the, 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 but, and to me, that's, they never look at that. Yeah, you don't hear too much about it. Yeah. Even the two guys that went to jail was all started by a veteran, a vet who, you know, gave him this miracle concoction, you know. I saw the other day uh, one trainer got, Nab for potential, possibly giving the horse a meprazole. The for the acid reflux. Oh, is that what it, oh, yeah. a meprazole. Because I was like, oh, we got. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, thanks, Dad. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up and uh, wish everybody the best. Thanks for watching us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Look forward to it, Joe. Good All luck. Right. Okay, Have you it. too. All right, thank you.